Welcome to the Retro Renegades Pop Culture Power Hour. Now sit back, relax, and rewind your mind. Reminisce with friends you didn't even know you had. And if you weren't there, then this is news to you. What is up? How are y'all doing? Welcome to the Retro Renegades Pop Culture Power Hour. My name is Mikey. I'm Corey. And uh, we're going to talk about something near and dear to our uh, stomachs. Food. Food. This is going to be a food episode. Uh, you know, I remember when... My belt's already loose. Is it? Already loose. My pants are already off. Well, that's normal. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> we... we uh, I remember, like, back in the day, going out to eat wasn't, like, the norm. I mean, we didn't just go out to eat all the time. No, we would hit up maybe a couple places every once in a while, but we didn't have a lot of money. Right, neither did we. So, this is a lot of macaroni and cheese and hot dogs. Yes. So, going out to eat was a a treat. It was a special thing, you know. But I can remember going to McDonald's. And you got to remember that I grew up, I still live there, but it was 30 miles, so thir- about 30 minutes from the closest McDonald's. From the closest McDonald's. Well, we didn't eat in the car. So we would go through the drive-thru. If they, I don't even remember if we did the drive-thru. We might have gone in and got it and taken it out. But then you would sit and smell it for a half hour driving home. And then you'd go home and you would put your fries on a cookie sheet and reheat them in the oven. Yep. Because that we didn't have microwaves. And... You do that. So we would get takeout and take it home and eat it, not eat it in the car. I can remember doing that shit all the time. Little Caesars pizza, when they sold them in the big... Oh, in the big paper. The big paper box. Big paper that came with the two pizzas. Yes. Yeah, that was the best, man. Dude. I love that. Um, it's cheap. Dude, I think it was still five bucks back then. Well, and you could get every... You could even get... Um, sard- uh, not sardines. Uh, anchovies. Anchovies. Ah, gross. Oh, we used to get anchovies on our, on our pizza. And it, yeah, it was... Any topping you wanted was five bucks, man. Man. Those are the days. Pizza sounds good. Pizza does sound good. <laughs> I was thinking for this episode we should have like some shitty like pizza. Um, and you'll understand more why I say shitty pizza <laughs> later because of what we're gonna talk about. Um Dude, I remember I remember back when you used to go to McDonald's when I was little. Yeah. Little kid. And they had the uh, the playground. Oh, I love the playground, dude. Everything. They had the big metal slide, and you had all the... There was Hamburglar on top. Yes. Yeah, you'd slide through Hamburglar. And then I think, um, like, Grimace was on, like, the teeter-totter. Yeah. And Mayor McCheese was something. Mayor McCheese... Okay, this, that was my favorite part, uh, because I would disappear. You know, my parents would let me play. I got no brothers and sisters. Yep. And didn't really have any friends back then, so I would always... I would be playing... By myself a lot with yourself. Well, no, that's now. Uh, <laughs> but I, I, I'd have to play by myself a lot, so they would like say, "Okay, go outside and you know play on the playground." And I never wanted them to like sit inside. They they were the type that just would sit inside and watch. They'd be out there with me. Yep. And I would disappear into the Mayor McCheese thing, because what it was, you'd go in a little door on the the side, and you'd climb up this little tower, and then it would open up, and he he was like he was a hamburger person. So the between the buns were were uh, where his mouth would be were bars. Yeah. And you were like in a cage and you could go all the way around. I love that thing. I just disappear up into there and my parents were like, Where the hell is my dad? I was like, he's in the fucking cheeseburger. I got stuck in that. 
<laughs> How did you? I get think stuck it was either that or it was the the uh, the cop, the quarter pounder cop. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That might have been what he was. Yeah. I got stuck in that, and I remember I couldn't get down. I was probably three or four, <laughs> and my mom couldn't get me down, so they had to get a McDonald's employee to bring to go in there and grab me <laughs> and bring me down. You just got scared, or what? I, mean, I did. Were you crying? Yes. Oh my god. Yeah, I got scared. I could. I. I think I was. I thought I was too high, so I was stuck <laughs> in the giant cheeseburger. I was. I thought I was gonna get eaten or some shit. <laughs> I got stuck in a giant cheeseburger and it traumatized me for life. I haven't been the same since. Now you have to destroy every cheeseburger. I that do. Come, every cheeseburger path. gets just annihilated. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you remember? You remember the Fry Guys? They were like the the, the little horses yes. that bounced on. Yes. Yeah, those things are awesome. There's a place here in town. Somebody actually owns a lot of that stuff, and it's in their backyard. Oh, that'd be awesome. If we I need to take a field trip, I you know I think it's over in over in CB somewhere. Oh, we need to take a field trip. Yeah, that'd be so cool. You, do you remember? <laughs> I always wanted to sit, and my dad was always like, "We ain't fucking sitting there." Um, <laughs> I can hear your dad saying that too. They had they had like a little like uh, counter at the McDonald's. They had their their booths and stuff and their tables. Yeah. But they had this little counter, and you would sit on a fry guy. And, oh and yeah. Eat. And my dad's like, "We ain't fucking sitting over there." I'm like, "I'm sitting over here." He's like, "I ain't fucking sitting on a fry guy." <laughs> Dude, McDonald's. I re- I remember listening. I was watching something on the news or some shit. They're talking about how the reason McDonald's their their lobby was the way it was. They had the hard plastic seats, and remember they had McDonald's ashtrays. Oh yeah, remember those? Yeah. Um, they had reason, that, and they kept it cold in the lobby, so the plastic seats were cold. They wanted you to get in, get your food, eat, sit down, and go. Yeah, makes sense. They didn't want you sticking around or nothing. They wanted you in and out. That yeah, I should have called it an In and Out Burger. That was already taken. In and Out Burgers are great. Yes, they are. I nearly shit my pants in it and out once. That's you've happened. That happens to you a, a lot. No, this was bad. This was actually at a podcasting convention. Oh no shit! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was like uh, I don't remember, like two thousand six, maybe. Um, I, I went with my buddy Corby to a podcasting convention. He he's the one that got me into podcasting way yeah. back when. And we were in Ontario, California, and there's nothing in Ontario but convention centers and fast food restaurants, and that's about it. It's it's just it's a convention town. It's, yeah, you know, right outside L.A. And what it started out was it was like a tech show that you, they would show you like the new microphones and here's this new technology and we're hosting because we didn't nobody knew what the fuck podcasting was. Yeah, right? back then no. And so that's what it started out being. But then the podcasters they they found out okay this is going on we should go. So the podcasters all went and just kind of made it a party. Yeah. Then the podcast listeners heard their favorite podcast talking about they're going to go to this convention and they showed up to meet their favorite podcasters and basically the podcasters took over the tech show and made it a podcast convention very unofficially that's fucking awesome the next year they were like we welcome podcasters because the hotels did really well the bars did amazingly well uh it was just a huge party so i went out there and i was drinking at the time i drank a lot and i want to try in and out well they Told me, hey, you got to try the animal style. This and that it has this, you know, like Thousand Island dressing and melted cheese and grilled onions and all this shit. And so I got two of those and these fries with all that shit on it. And before we could get back to the hotel, I had a shit. And so I'm like, let's go in the convention center because it was on our way. So we walked in, but when I got in there, I got by the bathroom. I didn't have shit anymore because I'd walked a little bit and kind of walked it, walked it off. You pushed it back up. Yeah. And I'm like, I think I'll be okay. 
we got to the other end of the convention center and our hotel's across the street. I had to shit real bad. We were like on the third floor. And so I go in and I push the button for the elevator and my buddy, I mean, being a good wingman, he ran up three flights of stairs to make sure our door was open. Our door was right around the corner from the elevator. So I get in the elevator and I'm just dying like almost, I mean, to the point where I, if I had to do anything uh, besides just walk in and sit down, I was going to shit myself. <laughs> and so I, the doors open and I just, you know, how you, when you got to poop real bad, you got to do that slow shuffle walk. Oh yeah. So I do the slow shuffle walk and my gut's hurting and I get, I turn the corner and he has the door propped open. The door of the bathroom's propped open. The light and fan are already on. And he had, um, the X-Men movie, one of the, whatever X-Men movie was out back then on the TV and cranked up to where he would not be able to hear me shitting. That's funny. Oh, it was great. He, I mean, that was, and yeah, I, I was close, but yeah, in and out, it was in, it was out. Dude, I'd have been patty on the stomach. Yeah, I know. I would have been, probably shit myself <laughs> the in and out. But anyways, we kind of got off track here, telling a little poop story there. Uh, this is not a poop show. This is a, no, that's a different show. <laughs> uh, we'll probably do that one too. <laughs> the greatest shits of the eighties, folks. Uh, <laughs> but so yeah, you know, McDonald's was kind of a an adventure in itself. Um, but it was all it was also it was, a, it was a, a special treat. It was not the regular. Hey, I'm gonna stop and grab a burger on my way. Is there a place for for kids to go and parents to pawn them off for twenty minutes? Yeah, yeah, and it, it's not. The, the disgusting ball pit. I hate ball pits. They're gross. Yes, they are. And it wasn't the gross ball pit playground that no. it is now. It was a fucking playground, and it was awesome. There was a, a teeter-totter and a merry-go-round and dangerous shit to yes. do. Everything was made of metal, and if it was 100 degrees outside, you still went down that metal slide. Yes. Third-degree burns and all. You had a blast. You, had you a did it 15 time. times. Yes, and, and didn't complain. It was like... You got blisters on your legs, but you had a fucking good time. And you got a Happy Meal with an actual cool toy, not the shit they have now. No, they used to have some badass toys. Dude, that's a... That, we're going to do a show on some Happy Meal toys. Now, did you have any place else that that maybe wasn't as fun, but some other places that, like, you would go for special occasions? Or, like, you know, your, like a birthday dinner when you were a kid or anything like that? I mean, I remember, like, locally we had a... Uh, we got Zesto's. Yeah, Zesto's was Zesto's. Uh, Zesto's ice cream. Oh ice my cream, god! Yeah, best ice cream around, dude. Hands down. I don't care anybody what anybody says. They put like Dairy Queen and any of those other places to shame. Yes, they do. Maybe I don't know about McDonald's, but their ice cream machine is always broken, so I yeah. couldn't tell you. That's if I, if I'm reincarnated, I want to be reincarnated as a McDonald's ice cream machine because you never have to work. <laughs> you always have a job and you never have to work. Uh, Godfather's Pizza. Godfather's, yeah, another local place. Uh, I remember Valentino's would be a, a, Valentino's, a spot. That's yeah. another local uh, pizza joint. And then we had Bonanza. I don't know if Bonanza was everywhere. I remember Bonanza. We also had Sizzler over here. It's Sizzler. Up here in this, right in my area. Yeah, that that was, those were like the places that, you know, we're going out for a, a, a dinner. You, you actually went out for a dinner. And those weren't nice, fancy restaurants by any stretch of the imagination. I remember when Red Lobster was a fancy restaurant. Oh, yeah. Red Lobster was the shit. And now, dude, it's just like, put your slippers on. We're going to Red Lobster. Yeah. Give us some garlic biscuits. Give me some garlic biscuits. Those yeah. fucking garlic biscuits rock. They though. are actually pretty good. Dude. So, it, it used to be, you know, like I said, special occasions, not the norm to go out to eat. It's a different culture now. So, 
when you would be planning, you know, what are you going to eat? It wasn't just like, oh, do you want Chinese? Do you want this? It was like very detailed. We're going to go on this day. Mm -hmm. we're gonna, you know, I can remember, we're going to go get McDonald's Friday. We're stopping for McDonald's. We're not going to have a fucking pot pie or a TV dinner. We're going to McDonald's. That's and, when you knew your parents got paid. Yes. That's when you went to McDonald's or, yeah. got, or ordered out pizza or something. Yes. The P Pizza Hut was another one. Yes. Pizza Hut was, I mean, I can remember when Pizza Hut, it was a big fucking deal and they had those red glass soda glasses oh yeah dude and you, i mean if you were buying soda by the pitcher man you were that was big time yes and it was like with my mom dude we never got pop she never let us get pop it was always had you had to get water but if we went to pizza hut or something <laughs> we all got pop yeah and you got the pitcher of pitcher of pop everybody had to drink the same kind but you got the picture, and that was like big time. Mm -hmm. You know, we got a fucking picture of pop over here. Give me that picture and of those pop. And those dude, their cups, those cups were indestructible. Uh-huh. Oh, wait, we stole so many of those cups. Oh, I had, I had a ton of them. Yeah, they were, they were great. So, you know, going to, going to the Pizza Hut, going to all these places, it was always kind of a magical, you know, to me, yeah. at least. It was always like a, an experience. We were celebrating something. Or, like you said, they got paid or whatever. And I... I can just remember I never got to go any place for, for me. You know, I never got to pick the place. And there was one, I think one time that I did. And a place for kids. It is a place for kids. And that's, I think, why when you suggested this topic for the show, I got excited because I got some memories that came back. And we're going to discuss here in the second half of our show. Did you have any other thing that you want to talk about in the first half here? I mean, we're we're in about you know fifteen minutes, cutting the first half kind of short because we're gonna. I think we're gonna have a deep dive into this. Thing. Yeah. Um, no, I, I guess I think we pretty much hit every place I could actually think of. Maybe, well, Burger King. Did they had Burger King Kids Club back in the nineties? They 90s. did on the nineties. They had the Kids Club. Yeah. yeah. It was like their their attempt. Their <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, and they they actually had some cool stuff they would give out if you were part of the Kids Club. I never had, got to be part of the kids club, I guess. Well, we had one when I, in the neighborhood I grew up in, so I would just ride my bike up there, and I would ride my bike through the drive-through. Oh wow! And they just they'd look at me and I'd wave and say, "What do you need, Corey?" They knew me by my first name. Yeah, which is sad and great at the same time. That's awesome. So we'd do that, and I'd ride through my bike, and I'd give my my kids club coupons right. that I had, because I think we ended up getting those in the mail. I never got any of this shit. <laughs> you lived in the sticks, man. Well, I, if we went to Burger King, I got a fucking paper crown. And I would always fucking throw a fit if we went through the drive-thru. I'm like, give me a crown! Dude, I used to have, I, when I had my, my truck back in high school, I had this big 68 Chevy. It had all these lights, a big light bar on the top of it. Right. And I think I had six lights. So I had, and every time I'd stop at Burger King, I'd grab a crown. I'd put one on every light <laughs> until they would deteriorate in the rain. Right. So yeah, I then you have to go back to Burger King. I'd have to go back to Burger King and get another one. <laughs> yeah, that was the only thing with Burger King. I always got a fucking crown. I mean, I, I mean, we also had um, what was it? it wasn't In and Out? Hot and Now. Hot and Nows. Hot and Nows had the best French fries, dude. Hot and Now was awesome. You can get everything for a buck. Yes. Yeah, every well the, the burgers were like two for a buck. Yeah, but every or there might have been a quarter. That might have been. They it. were cheap. I remember they moved one in one time and they moved it in. It took like a week. 
Yeah. They brought in a building on, on a skid. They brought like a building on the back of a truck, set it down, hooked up the fucking electricity, and they were going. Yeah. And, like a week later, hot and now. And it was like, holy shit. You know, it, was like, had, it was like one of them pods. Yeah, it was like a little pod. And everybody says, no, they didn't have one. They fucking had one. And that's how they did it. And the thing was, hot and now, not the way that you want it. It was just hot. Now, they, basically, they would throw food at you. Pretty much. And say, fucking eat it. Yeah. You know, can I get that without pickles? No. No, you can pick them off. You know? Uh, it was a great and cheap as fuck. And had to have been, it had to have been a great place to work because you didn't have to give a shit. Yeah. Can I get that with no mayo? No. no can I get that with mayo? We don't have mayo. <laughs> can I get that with, with no mustard? No. You got what the fuck they served, yep. and you were fucking glad to have it, and you got a lot of it because, well, a lot of times we were stoned. <laughs> we went to hot and out. Or drunk. Or drunk. And we we go to Denny's, too, after we got oh, drinking, yeah. dude. Denny's oh, yeah. was the best because yeah. they were always open. And and, and they tolerated. Yeah. Then they tolerated. They tolerated. Dude, Denny's, the waitresses there have the most patience in the world. Yes. Yeah. Denny's was great. Yes. Some moons over my hammy, dude. That was my. Oh. That's every. That's what I would always get. I wouldn't get anything else but moons over my hammy. Moons over my hammy. There was oh. so much salt on it. I mean, it would make me like make my mouth hurt. Uh-huh. But it was so good. It, it would like it would. It would almost make you sober up a little bit, for fear that you're gonna have a fucking heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> you know, as you're eating it, you're like, oh, I think this is the big one. I better straighten myself up a little bit here. You know, and you kind of... There's a big one. Here I come, Dolores. Elizabeth. <laughs> Elizabeth. Del- Who the fuck is Dolores? I don't know. It's Red Red, um, Red Fox's wife. You both said Red Skelton, didn't you? Red Skelton. Yeah. <laughs> Sanford and Son. Yes. Yeah, Red, Red Fox. Red Fox. Yes. This is the big one. I'm coming, Dolores. Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Dolores. I'm coming, Dolores. Maybe Dolores was like his side piece. It could have been. Yeah. I'm coming, I'm coming Dolores. <laughs> You didn't hear that, did you, Elizabeth? <laughs> <laughs> so that's yeah. We'll have to talk about Red Fox. Oh yeah, Sanford Son was great. I, I don't know how much we can talk about Red Fox because he was he was pretty raunchy. Yes, but okay. So no, the the the, the subject of our show, is, and and by now you should be used to our ramblings. Uh, the subject of our show, we're going to talk about fucking showbiz pizza. Where a kid can be a kid. Yes. And there's a, a very interesting history or that surrounds showbiz pizza and a very interesting path that it took. And we have some personal memories of it, I'm sure. So, And the pop culture that it's led up to today. Oh, it's, it's insane. I mean, it, it's still a lasting impact today. So what do you say we break for some messages from our sponsors and friends? And we'll be right back. In, uh, what are these... We'll be back in two and two. Two and two. Yeah, it's not going to be two and two. Where the fuck's the stop thing at? <laughs> and now, these messages. Hey, dude. What's up? You know, I always thought that, like, Ram Man should have been a lot bigger because he was, like, ramming through walls. And he was just a little short dude. I, I wish I would have made an action figure of that. You know, you'd make that. Huh. Slime Pit Customs. Huh? Well, like, I love Captain Spaulding. But I wish that, like, he was a superhero. Dude. Huh. Slime Pit Customs. You know what? I kind of wish that they would have made, like, a, a green radioactive slime He-Man that was all covered in goo. Slime Pit Customs. Slime Pit Customs? What's that? Slime Pit Customs, they make custom action figures 
anything you want out of anything you want. So, like, Slime Pit Customs could just make the action figure of my dreams come true? Yeah. Could they make me into an action figure? Yes, absolutely. Slime Pit Customs. Slime Pit Customs. Slime Pit Customs. Check them out on Facebook. When you're feeling bored or blue, watch out for the munchies. They find ways of making you munch when you're not hungry. Here, munch this. Here, munch that. Soon you're not just bored, you're fat. <laughs> so all around, find stuff to do. Get munching off your mind. Soon you'll see you're feeling great with the munchies left behind. Watch out for the munchies. Another nutritional message from the ABC Television Network. Some people expect a free ride through life, cruising by on good looks and luck. Let me tell you something right now. It don't work that way. And you think somebody gonna hand you something for nothing? You're wrong too. Heaven talent is just the beginning. It takes education, dedication, and determination to be a success. If you work real hard, you can become the best that you can be. And that's a promise from me, Mr. T. It's tough being a big kid. The bus driver hollered at me. I lost my lunch money, and my teacher told me I wasn't living up to my full potentiality. And I don't even know what that means. But at Showbiz Pizza, you can act like a kid. You should have more fun than you ever did. You can giggle, you can wiggle, you can flip your legs. Showbiz Pizza, where a kid can be a kid. Tommy Johnson, it's your birthday. That's right, Tommy. And for your birthday at Showbiz Pizza Place, you'll get a big, delicious Showbiz birthday cake delivered personally by Billy Bob himself. Pizza and party hats for you and all your friends and a special birthday gift. But wait, Tommy, that's not all. A birthday song just for you, performed by the one and only Rock of Fire Explosion. Pretty neat, huh? At Showbiz, we make pizza good and we make pizza fun. And we are back. Now, we had some great commercials there, and we heard a Showbiz Pizza commercial. Yes, brings me back, dude. Dude, it Showbiz Pizza was great. It was. I was my probably one of my favorite places to go. I didn't get to go that often. That wasn't a place you went all the time, at all. Yeah, I think I went twice, maybe. I couldn't tell you how many times we went, but it could have been once. But it was still. My favorite place, and it made a lasting impact. Oh yeah, it was it was just it was amazing, um, to the point where I ended up taking my when my daughter drove by. Well, now since it's more you know changed to Chuck E. Cheese years ago, right? For years, and she's like, I want to go to Chuck E. Cheese. And she had no idea what it was, but she knew it was something for kids, and they had pizza, and it was gonna be fun. Yes, yeah. And so we finally went. We had a blast. Yeah. But they had the animatronics and stuff. I th no, they didn't. They had the stage still. Okay. But nothing was lit up back there. They had, like, the party room was all dark. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, it was kind of... It was still fun, but it wasn't, you know, the the flashy lights yeah, and, and all the noise. Yeah. Now, Showbiz was was nationwide. Yes. Um, it was based in Irving, Texas, is where it's from. Okay. I, I can remember... This is the only time that really... I, and when you mentioned this, this is a memory that popped into my head. We were, it was like my birthday or close to my birthday. I don't remember how old. I was, I was young, you know, like seven or eight, something like that. And I know that back then things weren't the same as they are now. 
I was not in any kind of car seat. I was not in any kind of restraint. I was not. I was probably standing on the back of the truck. No, I was. <laughs> I was standing on the bench seat next to my dad. He had oh, a yeah. truck, but I would be standing, you know, sitting or standing next to him. Well, I. I can remember we were kind of arguing about you know, or not arguing, but like discussing where are we going to eat and all this. And I was making a fuss about I didn't want to eat wherever he said that we were going to eat. And he reached over and he grabbed me in a headlock and like covered up my eyes and was like wrestling with me while he was driving, very safe. And I was struggling and when he let me go, I popped up and I looked and all I saw was that big showbiz sign. They finally took me to showbiz pizza. The one in Omaha here? It was here in Omaha, yep. And they finally took me and we pulled up and that, I mean, I just remember the lights and the bright colors and I was so fucking excited because all my friends had had their birthday parties at showbiz. Well, no. All these kids that, <laughs> that I was aware of existing, they had their parties at showbiz. I wasn't invited. I didn't have friends. I didn't have, you know, uh, I think I went to one birthday party after that of someone that was like made to invite me. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I'm an only child. So me and my mom and dad went to showbiz. And we, we did a lot of shit like that, you know? And I can just remember being in awe of everything. Fucking... Okay, that, and you had that, and then you had right next door was Toys R Us. Yes. I didn't get to go there because I got to go to showbiz. <laughs> but I, showbiz was... If you've never been to showbiz, you've never seen anything. Showbiz was a very multifaceted entertainment complex. Yes. I say. You had a huge arcade. Live music. You had live, well, kind of live, somewhat. Live-ish. Live-ish. You had a, a animatronic robot band that would play and entertain. You had pizza. There was beer for your parents. It was like everything wrapped up into one. And the band would actually sing you a birthday song. Yes, that freaked me the fuck out because they would say your name. Yep. And I was like, how do they know my name? I mean, that that bothered me as a kid. <laughs> that really, really bothered me. This explains a lot today. Yeah, I know. It bugged me. I was like, how the fuck did it... That, that gorilla just said my name. And the, yeah, it, 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 it freaked me out. Showbiz kind of freaked me out a little bit. But it was so cool because they had all the video games. They had Ski Ball. They had, I remember, they had like all the big video games that you didn't get everywhere. Yeah. Um, they, had, they had a lot of cool rides for they kids. Had little kid rides. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think la- they had, coming back, they think they had the ball pit too. In later years, they had the ball pit. Yeah. I don't remember the ball pit early when I went. When I was little but kid. you had to have the tokens, the showbiz tokens. Yes. To play the games. You had to have a token. Um, and... It was just an interesting place to go. It was almost sensory overload for a little kid. Oh, yeah. When you left there, you were wiped out. Mm-hmm. Because and was that was the whole plan. Yeah. We're going to send him here. We're going to go here. He's going to run around for two hours, and then he's going to go home and go right to bed. And we're going to catch a buzz because we're drinking beer. Yes. You know, they, they sold pictures of beer there, and I guess, you know, makes sense. A bunch of runners, you know, kids running around screaming, having fun. Might need a little beer. And it's easier to give your kids money when you're drinking. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. <laughs> we're, you know, we're bored. Go here, spend more money. We want another pitcher. You know? <laughs> so, 
I can remember, you know, that that sticks out big time. And I, and I had forgotten about that until you mentioned it. That I actually, yeah, I got to go that time and maybe a time or two after that. But such a lasting memory. So, the showbiz story is a little weird. Yes. Um, just how it kind of came to be. We'll get into that and, and we'll kind of give our memories of, of things. Um, I also, uh, I found a website. It's uh, showbizpizza.com. And that thing is like a treasure trove. If you want to research anything about showbiz, uh, I woke up early this morning and I read the entire employee manual. Holy shit. Um, needless to say, neither one of us would be employable at showbiz pizza. Mm. Um, at all. We, we have facial hair. You could not have facial hair. You could, you could have a mustache. Your, your hair had to be neatly trimmed. Uh, guys' hair could not touch their collars in the back. We wouldn't have an issue with that because we don't have any fucking hair. But it was uh, 1980, man. Everybody had the, was it? Um, the Magnum P.I. Magnum P.I. mustache. Yeah, and you could, your sideburns had to be at the end of your ears. Um, they, they're very specific on how, you, even the cooks in the kitchen, they had a very specific, you had to wear slacks, no jeans. You couldn't have tennis shoes on. You had to have leather or faux leather Dress-looking shoes on in the kitchen. In the kitchen, yeah. Anybody? Fuck, you just slip. Uh, a pol- a polo, <laughs> a red polo, showbiz polo shirt. Um, the the folks on the floor, the the wait staff and the managers had a little more leeway with different colors. So did the girls and the guys both have to have mustaches? No, no, it, it was an option. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, the everybody, girls. Everybody looks like Burt Reynolds, <laughs> <laughs> laying on a bearskin rug. Um, the girls could not wear. F- Colored fingernail polish. Laying on Billy Bob. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, their fingernails, if they wanted to paint it, they had to paint them clear. And your fingernails had to be clean. That was why no, they couldn't mask what their fingernails looked like. They wanted them clear so they could see. Are they clean? Um, well, that's good. Yeah. It, it, you know, the more and more I read through, they, they were decent to their employees, it seemed like. I mean, they got health insurance and oh, nice. all that. They got a nice little vacation plan. Uh, they got uh, half-priced meals, but their meals were <laughs> they were very. They had a, a an employee menu of four items. You could get a pizza, a mini pizza, and a soda. Uh-huh. The mini pizza could have no more than two additional toppings besides cheese. So you know you could get a couple different meats or whatever, some veggies. Um, or you could get uh, a a sandwich, but it couldn't be a deluxe sandwich. It was ham, turkey, or roast beef. You got bologna. A bag of chips <laughs> and a soda. White bread bologna. No, yeah, no mayonnaise. Here you go. We ain't got no mayonnaise. <laughs> it's not hot now. It's just here. <laughs> it's just here. It's free. <laughs> it's no 50 percent off. Oh, fifty percent off. Uh, they could have a salad, or they could have a. A simple pasta dish. Because I have the showbiz menu here. They couldn't they couldn't even get a fucking appetizer. Showbiz menu. They had super nachos, which were six bucks in the eighties. Six bucks for super nachos. That's expensive, dude. Yes. They had chili cheese fries, they had a sampler platter, and they had French fries. What the fuck is on a sampler platter when you have chili cheese fries, french fries, 
and nachos. Get one fry. <laughs> you know, what the One heck? piece of each. So then they had pizzas. <laughs> they had, uh, they were all named after the characters in the band, which we'll get to later. But they had the Billy Bob, which was a combo. They had a beach bear, which was a Hawaiian. They had fats, which was veggie. Apparently the gorilla was vegetarian. You're going to say about fats and it's a veggie. I, I know. That would be like, I'd make that like the carnivore, dude. That'd right. have everything on it. Well, that was Rolf. Rolf oh, and, he was a dog. Rolf and Earl's meaty pie. Yeah, he was a wolf. Yeah, he was a, a wolf. Puppet. Yeah. Uh, Looney Bird's taco pizza. Duke's pepperoni or Mitzi's cheese. <sighs> Their pizza was seven ninety nine for a small. Well, no, they're, they're all different. For some reason, the veggie one was 11 bucks for a small. Um, I mean, that's expensive. That's like Pizza Hut prices. Yeah. Um, and it was shitty pizza. It was. It was terrible. A large pizza there would set you back anywhere from 13 to 17 bucks, And they had a size bigger than that, the party size. I'd still get the party size. Just for myself. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I get that. Then they had several pastas. Well, no, they didn't. They had one pasta. They had spaghetti. And, oh, no, they had two. Spaghetti and meat sauce or ravioli. Was yeah. it beef ravioli or cheese ravioli? It doesn't say. It, it just says ravioli. Surprise ravioli. It was mystery, mystery ravioli. Mystery meat. It was probably Chef Boyardee that they poured into a fucking bowl. I'd be all right with that. Shit's good. I love Chef Boyardee. I get it out of the can. So all right. Then they had ham and cheese. They had Italian sub, roast beef, and chicken sandwiches. And then they had a grill where they had different burgers and hot dogs. Grilled chicken sandwiches. This place was expensive as shit to eat. Yeah. I mean, a grilled chicken sandwich for nine bucks. But wasn't it, didn't you get... It came with fries. Wow. For nine bucks? For nine bucks. Man, that's expensive. A burger was seven. But didn't you, like, if you bought so much, you got, like, like 10,000 tokens. You got this big bucket of tokens. Yes. So they were, they were um, authorized to give, you know, give you, and they had signed a, a token value to everything on the menu. So if they got, like, a large pizza, you got 20 tokens. Or if they got, you know, if you got a combination of this and a pitcher of soda, you got some kind of package deal. So the price of the food also included how many tokens you were getting. Yes. Yeah, but it wasn't worth it. I mean, you could have bought that many, you know, yeah. 20 tokens, that's five bucks. Yeah. You know. Um, now, if you had a party there, I can remember this because I, I do remember I went to a party there because I thought it was fucked up. The party, you rent the party room, you get the pizza, the party decorations, you get the special birthday song, and then you got, like, a thing with uh, with tokens. Mm-hmm. And it was a good amount of tokens. And the, I thought, we'll divvy those up amongst the kids at the party. Yeah. No, the fucking birthday boy got all the tokens. We had to buy ours. What a dick. I know. I don't even remember who it was. But find out. Dude, let's go kick his ass. Maybe, maybe they just <laughs> didn't give me any tokens because they were forced to invite me. I don't know. But <laughs> who brought him? Yeah, why the fuck is he here? Don't give him any tokens. Maybe he'll leave. Yeah. <laughs> Can we leave him here? So, the food was, was not the best. It, it almost reminded me of frozen pizza. That's why I said we should have yeah. got a shitty pizza and had a shitty pizza down here. I got some in the freezer. Yeah, it's <laughs> too late. I don't want to wait half hour to get a pizza. Um, so, the food wasn't the best. The video games, they had a very specific protocol... For the they had like a you had to have sixty percent had to be video games that were they would say like how do they phrase it it was like 
video games that would appeal to kids and adults. Okay. So like Pac-Man, shit like that. Yeah. It's something a kid can play, but that an adult will play. And it's 1980, so you know they had Pac-Man and, and Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong and all, Kong and all those. Yeah. Um, and then, like, so 60% of the floor space had to be dedicated to that. And then, like, another 20% little kids' games. Little, yeah. You know, little, video games that little kids could play. And then, so there was another 10% was uh, rides. And then the remaining 20% were the, the uh, redeemable games, ones that spit tickets out. Okay, like ski ball. Ski ball yeah. and, and that. Now, of that, only four machines could be inoperable at any one time. If there was a machine that was inoperable and they were over their four limit, they had to remove it from the floor, put it in storage, and then bring another one out. So they had to have machines in the back spare. Holy crap. Yeah. I and This is all fucking... I, I read... I know I can't even believe I read the goddamn... Wow, dude. This um, they, I mean, they were... They got... <laughs> they got a 10-minute break for for every four-hour shift that they worked. Yeah, 10 minutes each or mini pizza? 10 minutes. Like, dude, I'm taking a break in 15 minutes. I need you to make a pizza for me. Make me a pizza. Yeah. Yeah. Well, pay for it first. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they couldn't drink while they were on the job. That's dumb. Yeah, I know. <laughs> It, it, just some of the shit that was in there, though, it was like, what? What? I mean, they treated them well in some aspects, um, but in other aspects, they wouldn't. They, your your they said your wife or girlfriend could not be there after hours. It just said wife or girlfriend. They didn't specify that your boyfriend or husband couldn't be there. It was wife or girlfriend. Uh, they could not be there after hours when, and that was part of their their robbery prevention program. They would screen everybody. If they had a questionable police record, which is probably why I would never get a job there. <laughs> uh, if they had a questionable police record, they were not hired. If they had questionable associates, which is why you wouldn't get hired, they they were not they were not hired. There was a whole list of unhired. They, they like did like a CIA investigation background check on you. They did a. They said you're subject to an intense background investigation to work at a fucking pizza joint. Well, I mean, it was a place for kids. It's where a kid could be a kid. Yeah. So, you know, there was that. I guess, you know, I understand it. They didn't want people ripping them off. Now, they had promotional tokens. They had red ones that were just strictly to be used to test the game. Because then they would see a red token. They wouldn't count it towards how much they how much they made. Yep. Um, or how much, you know, like, we sold this many tokens, we took in this many tokens. Why are there three times as many tokens that we took in as we sold? You know, they, they, that's kind of how they held people accountable. So the red ones were strictly to test. The blue ones were promotional. You were, if somebody complained, the customer was always right. It said that right in the thing. The customer is never wrong. Remember, the customer is always right. If they complained about their food taking too long, if they complained, if they got there and they couldn't be seated right away, they got offered a complimentary soft drink and like a handful of these blue tokens. Hey, we can't seat you for an hour. Here's a pop. Here's some tokens. Go play some video games. Here's one pop to divide against all six of you. Yeah, there's six of you. <laughs> so here's this soda. Um, Hope you like Pepsi. <laughs> and a used straw. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. It was, it was 1980s. So, yeah, it wouldn't be Diet Coke. Here's a new Coke. Oh, <laughs> new Coke rock. It was sweet. Here's new Coke. So, 
they, I mean, it was just, it was amazing. The, just the depth of it. And I only read one of the, I think there's four employee manuals, different, and there's like franchise information. All the top secret documents, they're on there because the place is the place gone is now. closed, yeah. Um, I mean, I wonder if they got the same, well, it had to have changed over, changed rules a little bit when Chuck E. Cheese took over and then. In the last 40 years, things have obviously changed, but... Yeah, you would hope. Yeah, I, I mean, they, they... Dude, the carpet was still the same. From they what had I, a funky carpet. Yes, and when we went... When, we, when I took my daughter there to Chuck E. Cheese, my foot stuck to the carpet. <laughs> it's probably gum that I dropped when I was there. Oh, dude, I mean, it was... <laughs> It was like you could see where the traffic was. Oh yeah, it's like a darkened path. Oh my god, dude, and it was sticky. I'm sure. I was just like, it's not the same as it used to be. Well, can you imagine, you know, hundreds of kids running through there with glasses of soda, spilling. Uh huh. There's no way you're gonna get it clean. Change the carpet. <laughs> it's been 40 years. Change the carpet. Right. <laughs> so speak, and it, this is a, the 40th uh, anniversary of. If, yeah, this is 40 40 years of showbiz. So, let's get into how Showbiz came to be, because it's an interesting story. Uh, it started out with the Atari co-founder. You know, the Atari, that they made Pong. Yeah. They made, like, the first video games. Uh, one of the co-founders, uh, Nolan Bushnell, he wanted to launch an uh, arcade-oriented family restaurant sponsored by Atari that had animatronics and things like that. Now, this was in the mid-70s when video games were kind of starting to be popular in bowling alleys and bars and restaurants and things like that. So Atari, the company Atari, opened Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese Pizza Time Theater in San Jose, California. They were wildly successful. Uh, So this uh, Nolan Bushnell, he left Atari... And purchased the the Pizza Time restaurant and was going to market that. So he was wanting to expand all over. He got attention from this guy named Robert uh, Brock. He had a lot of stock in Holiday Inn Hotels. So in 79, they signed a franchise agreement for multi-millions of dollars. And they wanted to open at least 280 Chuck E. Cheese locations in 16 states. But before they got that done, Brock was concerned about his investment because there were other companies that were producing better animatronics. And he started, when he was doing his research, he found these other companies. One was named Creative Engineering Incorporated. And so he was worried that they were going to come out with something better and put them out of business. So the parent company, they told him, no, we're going to use the new technology as it evolves and all that. They opened one location, and Robert Brock voided his partnership with, uh, <laughs> with with Chuck E. Cheese. So then he formed a partnership with Creative Engineering Incorporated, and opened. And this is this is interesting. He opened the first showbiz pizza place in Kansas City, Missouri, which is two hours away from us. Yes, and that was in 1980. They, you know, they had a great. He owned, you know, he owned 80% of Showbiz Pizza. They had this great, you know, uh, business going on. And so he evolved a couple different, um, 
animatronic shows that they had into the one that we know now. And let me just give you a little rundown of that. So... The Rock of Fire Explosion. It was the Rock... Yeah, Rock of Fire Explosion is the band. The inspiration for that... And I, I was floored when I read this. The inspiration for having this robot band was that they had seen a production of the Rocky Horror Picture Show. And they were like, we need to do this with robots. Holy crap. That's what it was inspired by. So they started out, they, they had a couple different shows that they put <laughs> out there. Um, they had the Wolfpack 5. And it was a lot of the people from the, you know, the, the uh, Rocket Fire Explosion. That was Rocket Fire. Yeah, Rocket Fire Rocket Fire, yeah, I would say Rocket Fire. They had a lot of the, the characters were in that. They played 50 style rock music. They had the Wolf Band, Fats Gorilla, Dingo Star, Beach Bear, and Queenie. And that was after they saw the the Rocky Horror Picture Show. They, they made this. They yeah. I wouldn't have minded seeing a sweet transvestite from Transsexual Transylvania on stage. As a robot. As a robot. That would have been great. That, yes, that would have been awesome. A robot Rocky Horror Picture Show would be awesome. Wait, I'm gonna have to we're gonna have to write somebody. <laughs> I'm gonna write that down. Yeah, write that down. Put that on put that on our whiteboard. <laughs> <laughs> so then there was the hard luck bears. They had they had this thing called the Country Bear Jubilee. Or the Bear Country Jubilee. That was like an, a, a, one of the initial robot bands. So they retrofitted them with more of a hillbilly version. Oh, that's right. Because Billy Bob, had, there was like three of them, I Yes, think. there was three of them. It was Billy Wilbur. He played guitar. Billy Bill played piano. And Billy Boy played drums. There were four. Billy Bob played bass. And then they had... It was a cigar box, dude. It was. It was a, it was a first cigar box guitar. Oh, probably the first, but first one played by a bear. Maybe. Hopefully. Uh, they had Pete and Repeat Thornberry. They were brothers that worked at Smitty's Super Service Station. And then they had <laughs> Mama Grandbags and the, <laughs> and the Goonie Bird. Mama Grandbags. Mama Grandbags. Oh, is there a picture of that? There is not. Oh, not that I have here. I'm, there, I'm sure there is. I'm looking it up. The Mama Grandbags. So then... When they had the first showbiz, they brought in the Wolfpack Five. That was their initial band. But they kind of changed a few things to fit their pizza motif. They changed Queenie from a wolf to a, uh, a or a fox. They changed from a fox to a mouse. Yeah, she's a mouse. And they named her Minnie Mozzarella. And they also had the first one. Also had like a separate room. It was like, they called it a disco room. And they had a different Wolfman character in there that would just do, like, comedy shows. I remember that. He still did that stuff. I yeah, they incorporated him yeah. into the, the big show eventually. Uh, and I was scared of him. Well, no, he, I was scared of, of uh, Billy Bob. So then they had the, you know, the, the Rock of Fire explosion. Now, what the Rock of Fire explosion was, and there's, there's like, tons more that they did with, with the, uh, the business end of it. But just the the, the uh, Rock of Fire Explosion. They were a band. They consisted of uh, of Billy Bob, Billy Bob Broccoli. He played bass and vocals. He was a bear. He was from Tennessee, apparently. He reminded me a lot of uh, Hillbilly Jim. 
Yeah, yeah, because he wore the overalls. He had yellow and red overalls. Mm-hmm. And like you said, he had a cigar box guitar. Um, and he was just kind of dim-witted. And he had a buddy. He had that bird that came out yes. of the trash can. That loony bird. Yeah. Yeah. Bill, Billy Bob was kind of dumb. He was yeah. just kind of a, a dumb bear. He was the comic relief of the yeah, comic but relief. He, kind of a sweet guy. He's a, the. He was on most of their merchandise. Yeah. And they also, do you remember they had like the fucking suit that walked the co- in? Yeah, the guy in the costume. Yeah, he was. He scared the shit out of me. I mean, because he would walk up to you and like, hey, I'm Billy Bob. It's like, get the fuck away from me. I did not like him at all. Yeah, he was creepy. Yes. Um, Looney Bird, he was on Billy Bob's stage. I think he had a flower growing out of his head. He did. So, this is kind of funny. So, Looney Bird lived in an oil drum because they worked at a gas station. Yeah. He lived in an oil drum. Sometimes he would pop out. He would answer fan mail. And I remember they would use some of the kids' names, yes. like the birthday kids and all that. But <laughs> Looney Bird was an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> I did not notice that when I was well, a kid. Well, Looney Bird used gasohol, which was a cheaper form of gas that Billy Bob had invented. So he was drinking to be, moonshine. To become intoxicated, yes. Um, and then as the show progressed, he became more interested in technology than he did uh, booze. <laughs> he, he was a drunk. Oh my god, um, dude! Some of the things in here you could tell there was like there were jokes for the parents. Yes. Then they had Duke Larue. Um, Duke Larue was he, this was my favorite. He was a, a dog. He was like a mutt. He played drums, but he wanted to be an astronaut, and he wore a spacesuit. He kind of looked. He reminded me of Peter Chris. Kind of. Yeah. But yeah. more of he wasn't the cat man. He was, he was a dog. dog, but he was wearing a spacesuit. He had a spacesuit. He had the little the little yeah. helmet with the antenna. He was he was dumb too. He would also he would he would often lose focus during his shows. Yes, he would miss his cues. But when he was set up the way that he was intended to be set up, he could actually play a real drum kit. Yeah, in time to music, they you know, his his range of motion. He could play a four piece drum kit. But his, he always had his drums. Are, he was always like this. Yeah, he, his hands his, were like he was riding a motorcycle. Yes, and the drumsticks were pointed in. Yeah, and he would just kind of drum up and down. But if you turned his hands, he, he could actually play. Yep. Um, so then they had the band leader, which was Fats Geronimo, played keyboards and vocals. He was a silverback gorilla. He was a big boy. He was based on Fats Domino and Ray Charles. He tended to ramble. When he started talking? He did, too. I remember that. He would get off subject, kind of like us. What? He, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he would kind of be bossy with the other band members. And he would argue with another character named uh, Rolf DeWolf. Which we'll talk about him in a minute. Beach Bear? Beach Bear was a polar bear that lived on the beach, had a laid-back attitude, and a smooth singing voice. He would often make sarcastic comments, or he would ask characters questions to to distract them. And he played guitar. He yeah he had I think he had a good uh, guitar. Yeah, he did play guitar. That says it right here, and he sang. Then they had Mitzi Mozzarella. They changed Mitzi. She was a wolf. Well, she she was, was a, a fox. She was a fox, and then she was named Mini Mini Mozzarella. Well, she's kind of hot. That's a fox. It's a fox. Yeah. Well, as a mouse, too. 
but they it was mini mozzarella and i'm sure that having a mouse named mini anything probably drew some attention from disney oh yeah so they changed it to mitzi she was a cheerleader what it says here is mitzi was considered loose by the rest of the rock of fire explosion <laughs> what happened after the door shut <laughs> well, at the end of the night when the show was over She's obsessed with gossip, boyfriends, pop music, and she was obsessed with Michael Jackson. But they considered her loose. <laughs> I, I remember she was dressed like a cheerleader, had pom-poms, and she yeah. would like, dance and sing. Um, she would shake her hips and move her arms. Yes! Well, apparently that made her loose. Maybe she needed to be tightened up a little bit. <laughs> grab, her, grab a wrench. Got a loose screw. She had to lose something. And then there was uh, Rolf DeWolf and Earl Schmurl. This was the wolf, and he was a ventriloquist. Earl Schmurl was his ventriloquist dummy. He would do stand-up between musical sets, and he was very sarcastic and abrasive. He was rude to the band members and the employees that worked at Showbiz. Oh, yeah. He was also a dick to the customers. Oh, awesome. He had a fondness for disco music, Kmart, and Frank Sinatra. Who doesn't like Kmart and Frank Sinatra? And disco music. I mean, I don't like disco. I know disco. You do know disco. We know a guy who likes disco. Yeah. Um, Earl, the, the ventriloquist dummy, would, would set him straight. He was kind of greasy. By call, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Earl would, would, set, would set Ralph straight by calling out his behaviors, and he would turn him into a joke. And then if he was set up properly and it was part of the act, he had a symbol and they would, you know, tell a joke. But yeah, he would hit the that's the symbol. There were other things that that you know figured into all this band. There was like a, a sun, a moon. That would oh yeah, they would come out, come and out, sing. And talk and yeah. sing and shit. There was a. Uh, uh, I think those were behind Billy Bob. Yeah, there was a the birthday bird that sat on Billy Bob's guitar. There was Choo Choo the baby bear. He would hide in a tree stump and he'd pop out every now and now and again. Oh yeah, that's right. I do. I vaguely remember him. They added other shit. Um, I mean, it's it's changed a lot over the years. You really, it has. I mean, just have, just looking at the pictures on my phone. I mean, just look like different characters. Like I got what is this one here? This is Barney Bear, and he is just looks like a big fat bear wearing a bowler hat playing the drums. I don't remember him. Uh-uh. It's weird. Now, if you look at that, what made what made their uh, characters different than other animatronics of the time? Because Disney's had animatronics for years in their theme parks. Yeah. The Disney animatronics are kind of uh, a foam, you know, faced robot. Yeah. What Showbiz did, and, and the, the parent company, what they did is they would make... They would make more of a structure, and then they would stretch latex over it, so they could actually have make the character smile. Yeah, and it would look like he was smiling. It would wrinkle the face right. He could raise his eyebrows, and it would wrinkle his face right and make wrinkles on his forehead. So they're way. I mean, it's almost way ahead of its time. Right. And it should have lasted longer than it did. It should have lasted way longer than it did. I think that yeah, they were they were so lifelike. Like, like I said, I was scared of yeah some of them because you would like when. 
the, when the lights were off and you tried to go up and talk to them, they wouldn't say anything. They would just sit there with their eyes open. Uh-huh. Or their eyes were closed. Their eyes would be, might be closed, yeah. But they wouldn't say anything. They wouldn't move. And then you'd get closer and they would scare the shit out of you. Yep. And you'd have to run off. Yep. Like, who's who's brave enough to go up there and look at Fats or go touch Fats' keyboard? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember that shit. And then Billy Bob was always hiding behind the curtain. Yeah. They so had to the... open up the curtain up and he would just be standing there to be just creepy as fuck. I was I was terrified of of Billy Bob. I was kind of scared of the wolf a little bit, but he became one of my favorites because he was a smart ass. Mm-hmm. But the the dog playing drums, I loved him. Yeah, I absolutely loved him. They would have the wolf on one stage on one side. They'd have Billy Bob and the the drunk bird on the other side, and then the band would be in the middle. And sometimes just one side or the other would open. They would their lights would light they, up. Yeah, they would light up. Or sometimes all three stages would be going, and they would really you know really just have a party and like whoever was talking like you could see all the rest of the characters their heads would turn over to them yeah they would respond to each yeah. other yeah it, it was amazing and it, it was all done on a reel to reel yeah yeah i looked that up i mean it was looking at just old pictures of how it was set up you know, with with the animatronics and everything then they in the back this huge giant reel to reel and it would just play yeah they had i think it said they had at least six different unique shows that they could do. Yeah. Uh, and each show was, I mean, they'd come out and they would play popular songs. They would tell jokes. I think each show would last, you know, like 15 minutes. Yeah, about that. 15, 20 minutes. They would have six different unique shows they could do. So they would do a show, might last 20 minutes. And I think they did like one show or two shows an hour. They would take breaks. Mm-hmm. They, the parents would go absolutely nuts. Uh, and then they would come on and they would sing happy birthday or read off the birthday list or who's having a party or whatever. And then they do these little comedy bits in between shows. So it was, uh, I mean, it, you could go there and be entertained for hours. Oh, yeah. Just sitting and watching and, and, and checking As long as your it. parents didn't run out of money or beer. Right. As long as they didn't run out of money or beer. Uh, and they could tolerate listening to a robot talk to them for hours. You, you could have a good time. I could relate with Billy Bob. Yeah? I, if I was today, dude, and I was sitting there drinking with my kid, you know, drinking while my kids were playing, I'd probably go up there and start having a conversation with him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I, I can see that. Now, showbiz was, was awesome. It was a great place for kids, but it did kind of have its rough patches. They started to suffer financially in 83 because video game market kind of crashed in 83. Oh, yeah. Yep. And Chuck E. Cheese and Showbiz were operating kind of concurrently. Well, Chuck E. Cheese, they started to go bankrupt. And by 84, they went bankrupt. So Chuck E. Cheese, which was Pizza Time Theater, they filed for bankruptcy. Showbiz bought them. So they bought their competition. So now they wanted to incorporate all the merchandising. So it makes you wonder why. Well, it was a falling out. I mean, they, they were competitors for no, years. No, I mean, it makes you wonder why they changed the name when Chobe's bottom to Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, well, I mean, it's, it obviously says in the notes, but... I think it does. So, oh, it does here, yeah. It, it had to do with that damn band. So they... They combined the companies. They tried to run them as separate entities. And I can remember, I've always been like, well, Showbiz or uh, Chuck E. Cheese is a knockoff. 
Yeah. I'd always thought that. And then they started using the same terminology where a kid can be a kid. And it's like, wait a minute. As Even as a kid, I was like, this is something wrong here. So where the fallout kind of happened was between Creative Engineering, who created the animatronics, mm-hmm. and the Showbiz Company, there was a, a licensing issue. Showbiz wanted to own all the likenesses of the characters so that they could continue to make their merchandise. Because they, they they made everything. Yeah. T-shirts and stuffed animals and hats. Oh, yeah, they had tons of stuff. They had tons of stuff. Um, so they wanted to license it out. They, they had seen things like with uh, uh, Spider-Man and Garfield, how they had licensed them. To, yeah. And they wanted to do that with, with their stuff. But they weren't going to give the original company any money. They just wanted to sign sign it over. They weren't going to give them any cut, any money, nothing. They just wanted the rights. Oh wow! So then they had <laughs> they had argued about this, and eventually they threw Billy Bob and Looney Bird out of three restaurants, and they put Yogi and Boo Boo Bear in there. They got the rights to Yogi and Boo Boo and put them in. Free oh, show business. I mean, I, I do like Yogi and Boo Boo, but Billy Bob is Chuck E. Cheese, or is showbiz. Right. Um, so then they added video screens where they could just show them up on the screen yeah. instead of having them perform. And then pretty soon they only had those screens. They didn't have an animatronic show. They had to do away with the characters walking around in costume. So it was like, all right, we don't own these characters, but we do own that character. So they got Chuck E. Cheese. They, since they had developed the uh, Mitzi Mozzarella, they had her. So they just made a whole new band surrounding Chuck E. Cheese and used, used the Chuck E. Cheese characters. Now, after a while, they started to spin off other characters so yeah, and then none of them actually stand out. No, that, that's probably where that that bear came, Barney Bear came from. There was nothing that was really identifiable. They didn't have a, a good, you know, a good uh, mix where they had a dog and a wolf, and, yeah, and a, uh, a gorilla. They, pretty soon they had all mice. Eventually, they <laughs> they they made another band. It was called the Moon Rockers. The Moon Rockers. They were a group of aliens that lived on the moon. Uh, there was Princess Haley, Quasar, Orc, and Ozone. They just took the heads off the old oh, yeah. animatronics and pop new heads on them, and there you go. So that's when it kind of started falling apart, and it sounds like it sounds like showbiz and, and all that where they were around until about '94. Yeah. And then it just it just went away. Merged to Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, it just became Chuck E. Cheese. They renamed all their restaurants Chuck E. Cheese after that. But they they tried to, to alter their characters. They made Looney Bird. Instead of being a drunk, he was a scientist. He was in a lab. He was doing experiments I think and I shit. I remember that. Then they would start doing things where they only had one stage and it would rotate and there were different... There were like three segments of the stage. And oh, so there no would be different characters on each, on each thing. And then pretty soon, there was no rock fire explosion anywhere. Uh, they didn't have any public performances. But however... They do private shows now. They do private shows. 
there was a, a bar down in Kansas City, Missouri, that was a uh, an arcade bar. They moved Rocket Fire Explosion into that bar, and they did you know, performances there. They closed though in uh, 2019. They are expected to open a theater at some point in Branson, Missouri. So there's that. Damn, dude, we were just in Kansas City last year. I know. Uh, Smitty's Super Service Station in Sandy Hook, Mississippi has an almost fully functional show. Billy Bob's Wonderland in Barbosville, West Virginia, they have a show, but it's in very poor condition. I would like to see that one. Yes. It would be terrifying. <laughs> Scanda Golf and Games in Kiloa, British Columbia, that's in Canada, uh, they have... Okay. Yeah, they, they have a show in their restaurant. Odyssey Fun World in Naperville, Illinois, which is now closed. And Tinley Park, Illinois. They have a the new Rock of Fire in their restaurant. But in 2019, they removed them and sold them to fans. And the Volo Auto Museum in Volo, Illinois. They have a Rock of Fire explosion. And it will be on exhibit until, well, summer of 2020. Oh, fuck, we missed it. So we missed it. There is also a documentary, and I've seen this documentary. It's very good. It's about the band, kind of a behind-the-music type thing, you know. They just talk about the band. They talk about, like, what went into it and all that. Uh, pretty interesting. Talk about their drug years. And yeah, yeah. Well, they talk about the, the drunk bird and, and you know, how his drinking of the uh, the gasoline kind of got, uh, got on Got to him and yeah, got to him and they started to really almost, destroy the band. Almost died from heroin overdose. Yeah, and the the wait no, no sorry that's Motley Crue, the the loose mouse, um, how her her whorish ways uh, almost uh, broke the band up. She, it was a Fleetwood Mac situation. She was uh, she was sleeping with uh, Billy Bob and Fats. mouse <laughs> <laughs> so so what you're saying is <laughs> that mouse had a loose kitty yeah <laughs> I, and I thought mouse squeaked <laughs> she's <a> screamer <laughs> so <laughs> so that's showbiz pizza now uh, yeah showbiz pizza if you if you get on YouTube there are all kinds of videos of of the band and performing like modern hits and it's absolutely amazing oh man it's it's so much fun to watch people have actually purchased it and made them functional again and they'll come on and play i mean i've seen them playing eminem i've seen them playing uh you know i think i think they were playing motley crew even on, on something like home sweet home they they perform more modern songs and songs they didn't do way back when yeah so that's kind of cool a cool way that they're in the modern world. Now, you wanted to talk about another thing, and I have a very little bit of experience with it, but your daughter's obsessed with something that is showbiz. Oh, yeah. Five Nights yeah. at Freddy's, man. And when I first time I seen it, I was like, dude, this is a complete ripoff of Chuck E. Cheese and Showbiz Pizza. I mean, it's a, it's a pizza restaurant, mm -hmm. and from what she has told me, the animatronics are possessed by dead kids. Yes. And she just, I mean, she loves game. I don't know if she's at, she's played it a few times and I've sat there and I've tried to watch it. I'm like, well, so what is the point of this? 
It's like, well, you're a security guard. You have to watch the cameras. And if they get closer to you, that means they're going to kill you. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? Why don't you're a security guard? Just leave. <laughs> you know, just right. leave the store. Yeah, leave the restaurant. Where, where's the quit option? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then I mean, they did that, and then there's uh, they did that horror banana splits movie, and I did not get a chance to see that. Dude, yet. it's so bad. It's good. I I would enjoy it. And it's basically you know the same thing, but instead of the banana splits characters being in costume, they're animatronics, and. This mad, wily-eyed, mad scientist is the guy who creates them. Yeah. Well, he tweaks them a little bit to where they start killing everybody because they're canceling the show. Ah. So he kills everybody. And this, like, they, they kidnap this kid and they take him and they I think they kill, like, like, this teenager who's a big Banana Splits fan. And if you don't know who the Banana Splits are, you know, it's from, like, the late 70s, early yep, 80s. it was a cartoon. Uh, it, yeah, but the, the characters were real. And they had live action. Yeah, they yeah. had live, they drove it, like, they drove in a studio and everything else. Yeah. Um, but they they based it off of, like, Banana Splits are still around today, filming in the same studio, driving the same dune buggy. Oh, that's great. But instead of people, they were robots. Okay. And at the end of the night, they would, you know, they'd walk like robots, and at the end of the night, they'd go back to, like, their charging pods. they power them down. Yeah. Mm. And I was just like, dude, this is awesome. But I need to check that out. Whoever came up with the idea, seeing, you know, the popularity of Five Nights at Freddy's, said, we're going to do something but different. I think they should do something like Five Nights at Freddy's, but have it be showbiz. Right. And make that a movie. Now, Five Nights at Freddy's, I've played it a couple times. And... You know, I I can watch some of the scariest movies. I I love scary stuff. I can read scary stories, and they don't really bother me. Video games scare the shit out of me. <laughs> scary video games do. They scare me because I get so engrossed in what's going on. If I'm reading something or watching a movie, I can say, oh, this is a movie. I'm sitting here watching a movie, or I'm reading a book. When I'm playing a video game, I'm actually, it's me doing it. Yeah. And it scares the hell out of me. Five Nights at Freddy's scared the shit out of me. I played it like twice, and then I, I deleted it from my computer. Um, <laughs> I didn't want it. I had I had purchased it off of like one of the online things where they, you know, they like sell you the the software and you download it. Oh yeah. I deleted it. I did not want that. I didn't even want it on my computer because you, you get so obsessed with watching. Like you know, you're watching security cameras, and you've got to shut certain doors, but you can only shut. This door, but that door opens, and so you got to watch where they're at. And I was too busy watching where they were at. Well, you've got to pull up different screens, so it'll be like, look at screen one, and just all you see is screen one. And if you switch to screen two, that screen goes down, and the screen two pops up, and all you see is they're black and white. Yes, and you can see their eyes. You can see glowing. their eyes glow. Yeah, but if the sons of bitches get in your room to kill you, you'll they'll they won't kill you until you say switch to screen two, and it drops down, and that bastard is there, and it jumps at you. And I, I was, I played it. I screamed. I, I think I threw whatever I had in my hand. I, I was like, fuck, what? The? And I was by myself. And I'm like, I gotta get, I, I gotta get away from the computer. I couldn't be. I, I actually had to get up and move. Oh, that's great. I was fucking terrified. And so I tried it again. It did the same damn thing. And I was like, fuck this. <laughs> I'm done. There's, she's, she could name off like every character in the game. Like there's like, um, like Nightmare Freddy. 
where he's got these big long fangs and claws, mm. and I've he's just him, like yeah. completely deteriorated. And I'm like, this is fucking crazy. It's twisted. Yeah. Now, also, you said the Banana Splits movie. Now, there's a, I don't know if it's still up there or not, but a couple of years ago for uh, the the Halloween for on Hulu, the Huluween. Yeah. They had a short film uh, collection they put up, and there was one film called The Hug. This thing is. Showbiz Pizza, and it was everything that I ever feared about Showbiz Pizza. It's only about three minutes long. It's a if you ever ever went to Showbiz, and if you were ever scared of any of those characters, especially Billy Bob, that son of a bitch, because he's in there. He it's not him, but it looks a lot like him, and it it, it explains a lot of fears, and they come true. <laughs> so in three minutes, they they'll take you back to your childhood oh, fuck, and man. have you scared. So, I don't even know if that's... I, I, last time I looked, it was up there, and that wasn't that long ago that I looked. I'll have to look, dude. Yeah, it's uh, it's worth it's worth checking out. So, any final thoughts about Showbiz, man? No, I mean, yeah, I loved it. Showbiz was... Yeah, it was awesome. It fucking brings back a lot of memories, and, you know, it's a place where a 40-year-old man could be a kid again. Yeah. 41-year-old man. I wish that they still had... The old showbiz. Yeah, me too. I would. I mean, you and I would go there. We wouldn't even take a kid. We just, we'd be hanging out there playing video games. I don't know if there's a rule or not. I know. You I have to have a kid. I have to look. I don't know. Yeah, you have. To, you <laughs> must bring a kid. Like, no, we walk in and be like your Burger King. You're like, what's up, Mikey? What's up, Corey? <laughs> Hell, we getting sponsored the show. You know? no, that'd be, be great. You know, but <laughs> they don't have it anymore, and it sucks because there's nothing really like that that no. I know of anymore. Where. It, I mean, it was focused on the kids. Yeah. And I know it wasn't a place that you went every week. It, like I said, I think I was there two, maybe three times. Mm-hmm. You said you were there a handful of times. But the memories, and if you could just see our, the, the joy on our faces as we talk about this, I think the memories stuck. And the fear. And the fear. I got, yeah, I was fucking scared of the, of the place in certain aspects. Fucking Billy Bob. But they... they they should do something. I would love to see a, a Rocket Fire performance again. A reunion show. A reunion show. Even if it was like a streaming, that, they should do, you know, with all the streaming stuff that, that they've done, you know, lately. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, people, have, like you said, people have got the entire band at their house. Yeah. Or, yeah. So, so, I mean, they could, they could post something. I mean, that, I don't care what they play. Right. I mean, it'd just be cool to see. It'd be fun to watch. So... But I mean, I've looked, I've looked them up to see just how much like showbiz stuff is like on eBay and online and everything else, and just to get one of the animatronics is like thirty five hundred dollars, and that's not even complete. That's just for the that's just for the skeleton. Wow. Yeah. The skeletons are terrifying, but I would love. Dude, that, that, that thing was creepy looking. It looked like I a think, Terminator, dude. It did. I think it was um, the wolf. I think that's who it was. Yeah. And it was. It wasn't even the video I sent you, but it was his eyes. It was his eyes, and you could see his jaw. Yeah. And that was it. And that was on eBay. Yeah. But I was like, dude, that thing's cool as shit. I would just leave it like that. Yeah, and have it say some really fucked up things. Okay, do you... This is completely <laughs> off topic. Do you do you remember Happy Chef? Yeah. Okay, do you remember the giant... They, okay, Happy Chef restaurants, it was kind of like a Denny's, but they had this gigantic... Big boy. Big... Oh, no, no, that was Big Boy. That was Big Boy, but... They had a gigantic Happy Chef standing outside, this big, like, 30-foot-tall statue. Dude, I think there's one in... There used to be one in Ashland. There used to be one down in Ashland. 
Might be in Ashland. Yeah, it's not there anymore. I think there's a restaurant still there. No, it's they changed it to something else and then they knocked it down. Oh, did they? Because I just yeah. seen one the other day. I thought I seen one when I was but, driving down to Kansas. So the 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 uh, the happy chef would be this like thirty foot tall, gigantic fat chef holding a spoon over his head, like he was gonna hit you with it, you know. But he he'd be standing there, and you could go up to him and push a button, and he would have a pre recorded message that it would just he'd just say some goofy shit, you know, maybe tell a joke. And then say, welcome to Happy Chef. And it was always a big thing to run up and hit that button. And it changed from time to time. Yeah. You know? Well, somebody at the one that, I used to go to the one in Ashland, and somebody had broken into it. <laughs> and we pushed the button. Fucking kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this was awesome, though. You push the button, and this, this gigantic 30-foot-tall statue that's looming over you with a spoon, push the button, and it goes... I am Iron Man. <laughs> and then started playing Black Sabbath. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> and so it's like, what the fuck? And, you know, it was, it was kind of terrifying because you're expecting like this. Hello, kids. How you doing? I am Iron Man. It was great. I don't know who did it. Oh, but shit. So it almost had like a tape player or something in yeah, it. Yeah, it had like a tape player or, or some kind of... It was before CD, so it had to make a set. Yeah. But yeah, they got in there and did that. It was the best. I still remember that. Oh, my God. Yes. Man. So, if you get a chance... If, if, if you're out there and you ever did that to the Happy Chef, fucking call us. We want to talk to you. Because that was awesome. So, let's wrap it up. We've been babbling for an hour about Chopin's Pizza. Dude, it's great. Yes. <laughs> and with the segment before, I've been babbling for like an hour and a half. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of, it was a lot of good memories, man. Great, I mean, great memories. Terrible pizza. The pizza sucked. Dude, it, it, I think that that was one of those places that gave you the shits every time you went. Probably. That make, that would make sense. See, this goes full circle. Uh-huh. Yeah, we're talking about poop again. <laughs> it always ends up with poop. It does. So, for the Retro Renegades Pop Culture Power, I'm Mikey. I'm Corey. And we will see you next time. Say goodbye, Corey. Goodbye, Corey. Thank you for tuning in to the Retro Renegades Pop Culture Power Hour. If you want to talk to the show, drop us an email. RetroPowerHour at gmail.com We'll see you next week.